Hey everyone, don't forget there's some new dates coming up. Get your tickets for the Paramount. It's almost sold out. I don't want you to miss that show. My daughter is slated to be singing a song called Vienna that night. I'm a little nervous for her. She's going to knock it out. Um, There's a bunch of dates on sale. Would love if the North Carolina crew and Cincinnati, Ohio crew, if your people's got the word out and helped out. And I really look forward to seeing you, but it'd be a lot better if you started uh, buying some more tickets. I'm begging you. Uh, Yeah, I'm begging a little bit. So, with that said, today it's just me. All right, just so you know that. It's just me. And I get into some stuff, and I don't want you to get out. Just just sit open-minded and listen to me. It's a little bit of venting. I went to a party. Some weirdness happened. Some stuff that freaked me out a little bit. Um, And another one was this whole scenario that happened at another place. But it really comes down to... The key word for today is what's your intentions in life or in a, what's your intention in a conversation? What's your intention when you're making a point? If you have good intentions or a subject has good intention, you should never worry about someone being upset by it. However, you know, the way things are now, I think a lot of things get really complex and not looked right, not, not looked at the right way. So talk a little bit about that today with personal things that happen. So hope you enjoy it. Again, remember, this is just conversation. I'm, I'm, no, uh, I'm no scholar. I'm not the brightest human being in the world. I'm just a guy trying to get by just like you. I'm just, a, just another meatball just trying to plow through life, trying to understand day by day. Just hoping I'm blessed with another moment, with another time of laughter, so we can all be together. That's it. So enjoy. I hope you well. And uh, all right. We'll talk to you soon. Check it out. When will you realize Vienna waits for you? Hey, what's up, everyone? I hope you're well. I hope family is good. I hope uh, your close circle is good, your friends, your family, whatever you got going on. Hope you've been finding time to turn everything off, perhaps even drive sometimes. No radio, no news, no nothing, just pure silence. Good Lord, did you hear that? I'm in my basement, and I can hear my wife walking by upstairs. Um, you hear that? Holy crow. Sounds like she's wearing uh, 10-pound cement shoes. I want to get into you some stuff. Today's just me. Just me hanging out. There's a lot to catch up on. I want to let you know right off the bat, there are... I have to, I have to do my plugs. We got to start from plugs. Uh, let me tell you some dates that I have coming up that are not announced yet. These are not announced. I can tell you for sure I'll be coming to the following places. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. Well, we know Norfolk, Virginia, Cincinnati, coming to North Carolina, Charlotte, Asheville, going to Tennessee, Chattanooga, coming to Atlanta, Georgia, Clearwater, Florida, Ocala, Florida. I think it's my fourth, fifth time, a year in a row in Ocala. Now, here's some of the new dates. Here we go. And this is going to start off in April. These dates are not announced. But for you, the podcaster, it will be announced for you. Illinois, Julia, uh, Joliet. I'm coming to Indiana and Goya. Racine, Wisconsin. Never even heard of you, but I hope to see you there. I know Route 90. It's a... Uh, Belvedere, Illinois, Louisville, Kentucky, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, Columbia, Missouri, Springfield, Missouri, Oklahoma City, Wichita, Kansas, Denver. I promise you, I'm, 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 I promise you, I'll be there. And also Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and um, the Paramount is coming up. 
at the end of February, February 21st, which Gabrielle, my daughter, who uh, she has been rehearsing, she has a voice coach, Melissa. Melissa's been doing a great job with her. And this week she'll get into the musician that she'll be with, this guy, Mike Titchy. If you listen to any of my music or you saw me with the band, you would know Mike Titchy. He played guitar. He's in the old school video. Uh, he's in, uh, just look him up. Mike is an amazing musician. Comes from, uh, his brother's a musician, is a drummer. Brian Titchy, but Mike is absolutely, uh, I think he's one of the best that's out there. So he's going to be working with Gabrielle, all the lead up. So with this thing, I thought, man, wouldn't it be cool if Gabrielle could sing with one of the Billy Joel band members. Now, I don't have the, I, I don't, I don't like going out and asking things like that. So I just kind of, I, I was going to take a drive out to the Paramount because they had the Billy Joel band playing there and just kind of feel things out, you know, maybe get to see Tommy Burns. He plays guitar for, Billy Joel, he's the one that got me to sing with Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden a couple years ago in March when uh, for my daughter's 16th birthday. That was two years ago now. And sure enough, out of the blue, who reaches out to me? Tommy Burns. Hey, you coming tonight? You're going to sing a little ACDC, Highway to Hell, or, or Shook Me All Night Long? But it was too late by then. I, I'm way out in Jersey, and there was no way I would have made it in time. But I was thinking about coming out. So then I called um, one of the guys over at the Paramount that owned the place, run the place, Kevin. And I said, Kevin, do you, do you think there's any chance of... Uh, of like Mike from the Billy Joel Bank because I, I believe Mike sings Vienna and man does he have a voice and boy can he do it but if I can get him to do it Gabrielle be sick now Mike reached out to me I'm going to reach out to him tomorrow and I'll give you an update on that I don't expect him to I think he lives in Florida and he only comes up here when Billy Joel's playing the garden so that's an update on that there's your tour dates uh, February 21st at the Paramount. And if it goes well for Gabby, who knows? She, We might do some stuff at shows coming up. Who knows? But let's take it one step at a time. Speaking of my daughter, Gab, I kind of wish... I'll bring this up to her. And I, I wish she was here for this one. But this morning, I was telling a story because my wife and I went to a party last night. And uh, while we were at that party... Okay, I got to talk to you guys about something. This is, I feel like I am now, and please don't get, you know, I'm not even going to preface you by saying, I think I may be part of uh, the Me Too movement. Let me explain to you what happened. Now, I have to preface this. A, a couple months ago, I met someone uh, very short conversations, very, very short, you know, maybe, maybe two minutes tops. And after I met them one day, I was walking into this place. And when I, when I was walking to the place, this person was passing me by, they reached out to shake my hand and I reached out to shake their hand. And the person went past my hand, grabbed my forearm, put it, and then pushed my arm in a motion that, and twisted me around, put me in a way where I almost couldn't move, and then got behind me and did a sexual a movement on me. Do you, do you understand the, the, the picture I'm painting here? So he went to shake my hand, grabbed my elbow, twisted it, turned me around. Now, and you know, I got out of it and I looked at him awkwardly and he said you know like, yeah, I learned, we, we learned how to do that and where, wherever he learned I, I couldn't even hear it because it was mumbled but I just I didn't like that man I'm not going to lie to you 
I don't like I don't like any type of joking like that. I don't think it's fine. Me, I'm offended. I'm offended. I just, all right, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about it, but you need to hear that as, as what's planted in my head for the story I'm about to tell you. And maybe it's me. I don't know. So I go to this really amazing party last night, and Dee and I both went. We had such a, laughed hard, hung out, danced. We were great. It was grabbing her butt. And it was too, we, we were having a good time. We 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 had a good time. Um, we make fun of each other, bust each other's chops. We were laughing. It was it was it was like we were kids and we were best friends hanging out. It was a really good night. And uh, this person that I just described was there, and um, it started with. They, they, I had I had a pepper And the pepper was The place was catered Had great food And one of the foods on the side Were these long hot peppers Italian peppers Now I, I can handle spicy stuff oh, I can easily handle spicy stuff So I took a little piece of the pepper And I And I know to have bread with it Italian bread And I put it in there I'm like oh, pff, you know, How hot can this be? I, I eat a lot. I, th- that week I ate Indian food and the guy asked me, he said, do you want hot or Indian hot? I said, give me Indian hot. And it was, oh, I can handle Indian hot. I can handle uh, Thai hot. I've had Thai food, five elephants, knock it out, right? So I can handle hot. So I get this pepper. And the, uh, uh, soon as I bit into this thing, I think it took 15 seconds. It was, my mouth was numb. I could feel a, a, a flame going down my esophagus into my belly. It was hot. And I, I was losing, my, my eyes teared up and I was, it, it was gnarly. And I was looking for something to drink, anything to wash down. And this guy came up to me. He goes, it's hot, huh? He goes, I know something that can help that. And he said, this is, this is so disgusting. To me, it's disgusting. Use your imagination, what he said. Something that would come out of a male. See, I'm so disgusted, I can't even say a word. He goes, he, he, he goes you know, uh, it's, it's like, What'd you just say? You heard me. I felt, and now I'm not gonna lie to you. I was a. I don't talk like that. I don't ever talk like that with anybody. And that's just not my thing. That's not my. That's not my thing. And maybe he's just trying to be funny. I think he was just trying to be funny. But at the same time, I. Not, you already got a strike against me, bro. You dry humped me out in the street in public. I, I didn't, and you held me down. I already, no, no. Now, if you're gay and you're doing that, it's not that I, it's not that it makes it easier. Then I realize, like, okay, you're gay. This person's married. So I'm like, okay, if you're gay, I get it. You're hitting on me. And it's up to me to go, hey, man, it's not my gig. I, I'm flattered. But I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. Uh, and then, and then, when the boundaries are broken, and we're, we talk and friendship and everything's cool. But when you're not, and you're doing that, and I constantly got a guess that drives me nuts. I don't like when I got a guess if you're in the closet. It drives me nuts. That's just me. I'm just talking. There's no phobia here. It's just I like. If I'm having a conversation with someone, I like to know. The truth about everything. I know who you are. If I don't know who you are, it's always confusing. And I always got to try to figure out, I don't, is this your humor? Do you mean that? All right. So now it goes on and on. All right. So now I tell everyone, I told, like I I felt traumatized. I know a lot of you may think I'm over-exaggerating. I'm just telling you. So I, I, I go tell my wife and I go tell some others and everyone has the same reaction. Ew. Ew, right? 
Put a mouth on that guy. So I said, all right, well, maybe, maybe this is trying to be funny. What are, you know, now the jokes start. Oh, I think, you know, likes you, whatever. All right, now the jokes start going. So then I'm hanging out, and now I alerted some people close to me. Now this person keeps showing up wherever I go. And at one point, the person taps my junk, goes down, and, tr- and, and Lily taps my junk, tries to put a sticker on it with the word boner on it. So now, like, am I out of line for thinking this is just, this is just weird? I wouldn't, it's weird, it's weird now. It's weird. Now everyone's like, whoa, but no one's saying anything. And I'm not saying anything. Some people say, oh, you know, you should have, should have said this, or you should have, I would have hit him, or I would have, that's not my, you know what, I don't, I'm more into, you know, I'm just going to let it, Whatever. They'll get the message eventually. Then they're showing me pictures, and one of the pictures they have is 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 a guy, and I actually saw like I grabbed this phone and I'm looking at a picture, and there's a picture of a guy with his mouth wide open, his tongue sticking out. I said, What is, can you explain this picture? And I show it to everyone so they know I'm not crazy. And then they had whatever explanation for it. So all the signs, mean, I, I, am I paranoid? Am I, am I paranoid for this? Like, wait a minute. So then, oh yeah, there's a then. So then, I walk away. I get out of there. I'm out of there. I go to the bathroom. Now it's a small bathroom, so it's not a big public bathroom. Right? It's a it's a rented private place. So I go to the bathroom. I shut the door. I lock the door. Just as I'm unzipping, ready to go to the bathroom, someone's banging on the door. Repeatedly. So I open the door. It's him. And he, tra- he tries to come in a little bit, so I slam the door. And before I slam the door, I said, get the fuck out of here. Really loud. And I slammed the door and locked it. I was, fr- I was weirded out. I was weirded out. So I, as soon as that was done, I came out only to find out that person had grabbed his wife and they left. And I got to say, the wife was even walking around following the person around because the, the wife knew something was up as well. And I, 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 you could just tell the, the wife knew everyone was watching and on to this thing. And so, Yeah. What was it? All right. So anyway, back to that. That's just part of the night. And by the way, this is all just conversation. All right. I'm not, I'm not making statements or anything. I'm just telling you what happened in my night. So I, I, I don't need anyone to be like, oh, you're this or you're that. No, I'm just telling you exactly what happened the night and how I felt. And if I can't, if I can't talk to you about how I feel about it, a personal situation, well, then. I don't know what to tell you. Just telling you the honesty of how it went down. Like I said, like if if the person was open and said, "Hey, you know, I'm a gay man," and I then I, I got to say that it's a different it's different circumstance, and I understand where you're coming from. Okay, no problem. I'm flattered. I'm very flattered that I rile you up like that. But if you're not and you're doing that. If that's your say, you should know that's not my sense of humor. Or you should know, like, after the first, second time when I don't laugh or I'm not into it, I walk away. How do you not get that? How do you not? You ever meet someone, they just don't get it? You know, they bring up a conversation and you go, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. And then just keep bringing it up. Or it's just people that don't get it. They don't get it. It drives me nuts when people don't get it. I, I still don't get it. So, this morning, part of it, um, I'm I'm recapping another story. There was another person there that um, there there was this there was this about I don't know a year or two ago. I was walking into this place, and when I was walking in, 
there was uh, what I call, what when I was growing up, what we would call a transvestite. What is a transvestite for people 40 and over? Well, we know what it is, but if you're not 40 and over, it's, it's a man that dresses like a woman. Okay? No big deal. So he's coming out and he's got... He was decked out. He was, uh, I think it was Valentine's Day. He had red high heels on. He had a red dress, lipstick, wig, the whole shebiggle. And, you know, whatever. So, okay, it was a transvestite. And I said, oh, is that, but it looked different from a different transvestite that I've seen in this place before. So I asked the owner, I went, is that the same? And she said, no, ever since, um, Ever since that person's wife passed away, this person has been dressing up as a woman. I said, wow, no kidding. So he, this man waited 60 years or, or however long. Because I'm going to think, because, you know, I wasn't a young guy. But I thought that was fascinating that this person was married for that long and waited patiently that long before his his wife passed and then he said it's game time it's, it's on now I get to dress the way I want to dress and be the person I want to be but what confused me after that was at the same party this person was with another woman and was dressed very manly. It's like, what? All right, so now I'm trying to explain this to my daughter. I went, oh, you know, with, I'm talking to uh, kids and I went, oh, remember the, remember the transvestite that came in? And that's all I said. That's how I started the sentence. I went, um, oh, because this person's a good dancer. They're a really good dancer. So I said, oh my God, remember, remember the guy dancing last night, the lady, that was the transvestite that, and, and Gabrielle goes, dad, it's transgender. And I went, no, no, because he's not, he's not changing his gender. He's just dressing like, he's like, no, it's not what we called it. She said it with such fierce. Wrong, wrong. You would have thought I was attacking a human being. And this is what drives me nuts about people that get uptight. If your intentions, your intentions are not bad, then you have no right to get riled up and ready to debate and go crazy. I mean, it was, she was generally mad. Because I try to describe it as transvestite. Like, how, how am I, how is that offensive? I get it if I said, this freaking transvestite, I get it. Or I'm, I'm talking down, like, can you believe this person did? I get it, 100%. I swear, on my life, it was not even close to that. That and race, everything great, that... It's like, unless, unless, and there's, a, there's another thing with the intention. I feel there's so many people today, so many people that just jump on a word or a description. And if the people that are describing it, not the way you think it should sound, or you think that the general public now describes it, if you don't say it that way, you, I, there's, I don't have patience for everyone saying, you can't say that. Says who? who? Who made you the boss? Who made you the grand poobah of entitlement of how things must be said? And who gave you the right to attack? Where does that come from? I don't get that. If you're just caught talking in conversation and your intentions have no bad meaning behind them whatsoever then just listen. Just listen. Because you can't live in a society when people saying you can't say that. The only things you shouldn't say is when you're attacking people or when you're 
Your intentions of the conversation is to smear and put down somebody because of whatever they are, because of their preference of what they're into or their color or whatever, whatever it is, their weight size, their gender, whatever it is. But if your intentions, I went through this in another scenario. I won't say where it was, but, and I won't say what it was about to protect all of the situation. But long story short, you know, there's something to say about schoolyard justice. Schoolyard justice. When I went to school, when I was growing up, Everybody, of course, is different. You have the nerdy guy, you have the, 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 the gay kid, you have the Asian kid, you have all different races and colors. And we all, everybody, this guy's Catholic, this guy's Lutheran, this guy's Jewish, this guy doesn't believe in God. And we all had completely different backgrounds. And you know what? We were all for one and one for all. Were we perfect? Absolutely not. However, we looked after each other and we lifted each other up when, when someone was down. And we also put someone in check when they were out of line. We policed ourselves, we governed ourselves, and we never had a problem. So I went to this place where Pretty much everyone's mentality is of that. And when I was there, there was uh, m- m- most of the people that attend this place are of a specific kind of person. I'm being so vague here. All right, let's say we'll do fruit. Let's say everyone there, uh, there's apples, there's all different fruit that shows up at this place. Okay, it's a camp. All right, and Everyone that just stick with me here. I know I'm I'm know I'm sound wacky, but just stick with me here. Everyone at the camp is a fruit. Okay? Uh, a fruit that you eat. Now, most of the camp, I'm gonna say 80%, maybe more, are bananas. There's a couple apples, maybe one or two prunes, an orange here. And uh, a handful of tangerines. Okay, but most of them, the majority, are bananas. So, after events at this camp... There's this one particular area where everyone congregates because this person, uh, it's a fun area and people kind of let loose. They have some cocktails and everyone's cool. This one person who is of the banana fruit descent comes, comes, gathers everyone around and he goes, uh, okay, everyone gather around. We're going to play a game called... Banana or not a banana? And he challenged one of the tangerines to guess it. All right? So, everyone starts gathering out. And if the tangerine doesn't guess, doesn't guess it right, he's got to take a shot. A shot of alcohol. And every time he misses, the entire crowd starts chanting, drink, 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 drink. It sounds like a frat house. But there's women here. There's, there's, there's all different fruits. All different fruits in here. Okay? Fruits and vegetables. They're all here. So this because all the bananas are participating. 90% of the bananas are participating. And they're laughing. And they're going, okay, is this a banana or not a banana? And the tangerine go, mm, I don't know. You did the color... The color of the outside is uh, not very banana-ish, but your your name kind of sounds like banana-ish, but the hair colors throw me off. I'm going to say you're not a banana. And then the person say, well, I, am a, I am definitely a banana. And then the whole crowd like, ah! 
drink, 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 and have a drink. And I got to say, it was a moment for me where it was one of my favorite moments at the camp. It didn't matter what your race, what your, what your, um, beliefs were. It didn't matter if you were male, if you were female, um, how much money you made. Didn't matter what your religious beliefs were. Everybody was there in unison, laughing hysterically, encouraging each other. No harm whatsoever. No meanness whatsoever. And it was it was a it was a freaking awesome, hilarious moment. So when it was all over, okay, everyone's kind of leaving and everyone goes away and we're just kind of recapping all the different things that have happened. And then at the end of the day, I was talking to the person that led this whole, who created this whole thing, okay? And uh, I said, I got to be honest with you, that, that was so damn funny. I was laughing so hard every time he'd miss the one per the one time when he really thought matter of fact he thought one of my friends was a banana and my friend is a hundred percent not a banana and it was it, it there was just so many funny moments you know people were hugging and and he said well one of the bananas is extremely angry I said for what well, they thought it wasn't right and the, the way bananas have been treated in the past and the person's very angry. Now, which banana was it? He said, I'd rather not say. He goes, I, I don't know if this banana's going to go to the front office and I just hope I don't get fired. I went, that is absolute. You know what? That is absolutely ridiculous. That 99% of the people there are enjoying life, having a good time, not judging one another. You had all different walks of life and one banana, one banana is furious. And I said, I guarantee you, I guarantee, now I, 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 I sat and I thought about that a long time. What was said, how it was said, who participated, how many, how many people participated. Was there any mean intentions? Would anyone, was there any derogatory things that were said to anyone at any moment? Absolutely none. Zero. So now, now I got to tell you, even some of the bananas turned on this one banana. No one knew who the one banana was because they would not fest. I said, who was it? I, I could never tell. It doesn't matter. I said, I want to know. And other bananas are coming up. Did I heard one of the bananas, one, one, another one of us bananas complained. Who was it? And so they wouldn't say it. The next day at camp, a lot of bananas were upset. And we, we were all participating in an event and they were saying, hey, let's play a game. You're uptight or you're not uptight. Fun or no fun. And we were trying to see who had a bad reaction and perhaps we can see who was the person that snitched and had problems. That is schoolyard justice. And we couldn't find the person. I thought I, thought I knew who the person was and it was rumors we started, I bet you it was so-and-so. Maybe it was so-and-so. And it wasn't so-and-so. And I finally found out who the, who the banana was. And I'm not going to lie. I, I, I sat down and I really thought about it. And I went, you know what? Most of the time, people that are this upset about something, they're not upset at the event. They're upset about something that happened to them and they haven't let go. And so therefore, they're going to take it out on the rest of society. And everyone has to abide by their standards and their past pain. So I went up to this banana. I said, hey, rumor has it that you were very angry yesterday about banana or no banana. 
And this banana goes, I was so angry. As a matter of fact, other bananas came up to me and said, and, and, and they said, we heard your, uh, is it you that's angry? And I said to them, how can you not be angry? And that's, that's the spitting fire that was coming out of them. And when I see, well, and I asked him, I put my hand on his back and went, well, what exactly made you angry? And the banana said, why isn't there, why didn't they say tangerine or not tangerine? I said, because there's three tangerines. Let's not kid ourselves. And it was a banana that started the game. And the banana started the game. It was just, it was just a fun moment to get everyone together. There's nothing vicious or mean. We all know each other. Matter of fact, some of some most of these bananas be coming here for years and years and years. A lot of us have been coming here for years and years. We all know each other. Some of us treat each other like brothers, best friends. We meet up throughout the year. We know how to handle ourselves. We know we everyone. We're all grown men, women that know how to go. Yes, no. Hey, we shouldn't do this. Hey, this is not cool. But when you got 80 to 90% of the room participating, laughing, having a good time. I said, what, what did you, what part made you angry? And the banana went into, he said, I grew up poor circumstances for a banana. <laughs> and um, I grew up in this neighborhood. And I said, I know what neighborhood you're talking about. I grew up very close to that. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it said, you know, we didn't have money. I said, I grew up in low income until I was about five, six years old. And even then we lived in someone else's house renting upstairs. So go on. Well, you know, it wasn't easy being a banana growing up. I said, I'm sure it wasn't. And it was just very tough. And you know what I'm saying? I said, I do know what you're saying. I know exactly. I, I understand what you're saying. And I said, I feel terrible that you went through that. And those feelings still affect you today. I really said that. And then the banana went on to say, you know, when I was a teenager, a couple certain fruits beat me up. And I could see like, oh, so we still hold on to that. So you, you don't like the entire vine that holds these type of fruits together because of that moment. I said, well, they're not, all that fruit ain't like that. I said, well, yeah, I know, but you know the way that, that one particular one likes to, to, to get rowdy. I said, yeah, but they're never, ever ever malicious or mean to anyone. They just get loud. They don't attack people. They don't put anyone down. I've been coming here for years. I've never seen that, that particular fruit attack anyone. Have you? No, but you know. And so I realized where this was going. Now, I know that was kind of a wacky scenario you had to sit there and listen through. And, and if anyone's still here and, you, and I still got you through it, I know a lot of you going, come on, man, just say what it really was. I don't want to for the, for the, for the sacredness and the privateness of what it should be. Um, and it's all started with my daughter this morning getting so angry she didn't want to talk. She just got angry because I said the word transvestite. And I didn't say it in a manner where I wanted to attack somebody. I just said transvestite. I said, remember the transvestite? Oh, Dad, you can't say that. I'm in my house. I'm trying to describe something. You can't say that. That's not what they say today. What, what, why, do you, why are you even saying it like that? Now, again, she's not here to defend herself. So I'll bring that up next week. And then we can really talk about it.
if we want to talk about it. We'll probably move on by then. But listen, man, I'm just talking and I'm just venting. And I'm just trying to figure things out just like you. And again, it's just conversation. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. Hell, I didn't even finish four years of college. And if that doesn't matter, and I never claim that I'm a smart person or that I know a lot. But I know at the end of the day, I know my intentions. And I hope your intentions are good today. Now, I want to update you on the scripts, scripts that I'm writing. Um, The TV part, I am now probably in the third rewrite and now want to start writing um, little paragraphs for all the episodes. And I truly think, and I like just putting this out there because I consider you a close friend that would listen to me. And you've made it this far, listen to my babble for the last 40 minutes or whatever. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm not lying to the point where I'm starting to cast people in my head. Who's going to play who? I don't know how it's going to play out. But I'm hoping by May that this is on the selling block for something. And I'm back in the TV game somehow. Not that I desperately want it or need it. It's... I'm doing it my way this time. I'm writing about something that's very passionate to me. I'm writing about something that I have so much interest in because this is where I'm at in life. I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not searching for the, the hoopla of it all. I don't want it to be in Hollywood. I, if, I can, if I can get to the point where I have a budget to film this thing, I'd want to film it right in my town. Right here on the East Coast. If I could do it in my town, I'll do it in my town. I hope it goes because there's so much heart. There's so much inspiration. And there's a lot of laughter. A lot of laughter. But it's based on deep emotions, good-hearted, spiritual, real-life raw stuff. And I hope it makes it because... You get to hear the whole process. The fact that I'm, I brought it up to you and you get to hear about it, it's kind of cool. And if it goes somewhere, you can go, hey, man, I listened to Jim when he was first talking about this. And if it gets even, I, I, my dream is to be able to do a read-through on this, like on the podcast. That, that's my dream. So we're already in production, and then you get to sit and listen while we're doing the read-through. Now, I may start doing some podcasts. I get the, uh, don't forget the Impractical Jokers Cruise. I think I'm going to be doing it in front of a live audience. And I think my daughter and I are going to end up doing a podcast um, either on Long Island or in New Jersey in front of a live audience. So it may be three people, maybe eight people, maybe 20. I'm not sure I'm going to do it, but I'll keep you advised about that. And that would have more stuff. I may do have comics on that show, actors. Definitely have some guests coming up. We're going to have actors. We're going to have comedians. We're going to have doctors. We're going to have teachers. We're going to have pastors. We're going to have rabbis. We're going to have a lot of stuff. Because I just want to learn about the world. I want all of us to have. And if you got suggestions too, let me know. On the Instagram, personal, you know, DM me and all that jazz. Let me know. Let me know. All right? Marriage Warriors. Keep doing what you do. We need you out there. So don't forget, I do have uh, a bunch of shows. Now, I got I to gotta call out some cities here. I got to call out some cities, okay? I'm going to call you out right now. Because what drives me nuts is like, I'll get people like, hey, how come you never play here and you never play there? Um, there are certain areas, maybe one or two. Uh, by the way, Clearwater, Florida is almost, you better buy your tickets as soon as possible. Because they're flying out the door. But uh, let me see some of the areas. Let me see. What's the counts? Let's look at the counts. How many tickets sold for some of these areas? And I want to know why you're not getting tickets. Is it not being promoted well? And also, February 19th, they're going to be in Fort Lauderdale with Jessica Kirsten, Alonzo Bowden, a good friend of ours, in Fort Lauderdale, this little girl who was killed. 
Uh, it was a it was a school thing, school shooting in Fort Lauderdale. But she had her parents. Um, you know, they have a foundation of some of the things that the little girl had dreams of doing. And uh, a kid that I went to high school with lives there, and it was his son's school, and his son uh, it was very traumatizing. And I'll never forget going down to see him and sitting there with his mom and dad, who I've known pretty much my whole life. And they were showing me the text from his son that day, and it was... I started sobbing at the table. I just could not imagine. I just could not imagine my friend and his wife's feelings as they were reading this text. It was, it was horrifying. Um, but we're gonna go down there, do some healing, make people laugh. No political nonsense. None of this uh, for gun against a gun. Just stand-up comedy, and it's for good foundations. It has nothing to do with political agendas or anything like that. I don't get involved with that stuff. I can assure you I do not get involved. And if I feel for one second that it turns one thing, I will let it be known. I have nothing to do with that. Absolutely nothing. This is more personal for me than anything else. And I love Jessica Kirsten. I'll do anything for Jessica. You should check out her podcast. And Alonzo Bowden, the same thing. I've spent, I've done tours with Alonzo. Matter of fact, I did a show with Alonzo Bowden. And I forgot what college we played. And, you know, I was coming off a of half-baked. And I, thought, I was like, oh, this poor bastard. He went up before me. I could not, I had a hard time following him. And I can honestly say I don't ever remember having a hard time following anybody. And I don't mean that as a dick. I'm just being honest. He made me work hard. And I don't know if I ever recovered on that show. Um, but anyway, come see me down there. February 19th, the Parker Theater in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm pretty stoked about that. Keep your eyes open, perhaps, for another date that may pop up any second in the Florida world. Working feverishly on uh, for, for making one pop up. So I've been there a bunch of times, not doing it this year. But I, I say, you know what? I want to get in there. So make sure you get your tickets for the Clearwater Show. But here, I want to tell you some dates that are, that are running a little slow. And it'd be really nice if you spread the word. Uh, here we go. Here's the ones that bother me. Cincinnati, Ohio and Asheville, North Carolina. Bogarts. Step up, man. Good Lord. I need some love in Cincinnati, Ohio. I need some love in Asheville, North Carolina. Where are you? Um, the Fillmore down there in Charlotte, North Carolina is looking nice. Chattanooga, Tennessee. I can use a little, uh, little oomph down there in Chattanooga. I see I'm playing uh, Knoxville. I believe I have Knoxville, Tennessee coming up. And I tell you what, I love Knoxville because that's the first place I took my father on tour ever. I think I was not on tour. Was it? Yeah, it was a road gig. I think I was... Oh my God, 1989, 1990. It's the first gig I brought my dad. One of many, many, many to come. God, I miss him. Love him to death. I hope I didn't bore you today. Um, I want to get into some really cool stuff next week. So bear with me. We'll get into it next week. Gabrielle will be with me. We're going to have an update on her getting ready to sing, who she's singing with, and all that jazz. And I really appreciate you listening. Just open-minded, just a conversation. If we can all just talk and just get our thoughts out there without screaming, without yelling, just understanding. I loved talking with that one banana. I love talking with certain bananas that are so angry and so against things and feel so offended. And when, when, I, when you talk to them and break them down, it's just really, 
It seems as just something that happened in their life that they're still holding on to. And I hope if you're one of those people or those people out there, I hope, I really do, that you get healed somehow because we need you to get better. We need people like you to get better. And I want people like you to get better because the more we're all united, I don't care who you, listen, we're all on the street. It's good to know each other. It's good to look at, you don't have to like each other. You don't have to, that's the way we grew up. We said we don't have to like each other, but we should know each other and we should help each other, especially when we need it. It's all right if we don't like each other. But don't scream and yell and don't point fingers and stop with the name calling and what should say and how you're supposed to say it. Stop that. If the intention is not bad, then don't get so up in arms. It's not worth your energy and it accomplishes absolutely nothing. We need things to get accomplished. And we need some laughter. With that said, I'll talk to you next week. appreciate your time. All of you. I, I can't. I know I keep saying it. Jules, I miss you, kiddo. I miss you big time. I hope you're well. And uh, I do have a Polly Walnuts. Edgar. Edgar, thanks for that cool message. And, and Metallica is going to be... I, I, I miss the Metallica family. I really miss the Metallica family. Uh, there's so many people I want to say hello to. Mary. Mary's doing this amazing thing for her brother that's a vet. You're doing great stuff, Mary. I just want to tell you that. Tina from Hawaii. Thank you for always... You're always tweeting something out after you listen. Um, God, and of course... My man from Boston, always giving me videos, always sending me a video. Um, Carl, Kenny, thank you all. And of course, Christine, I'll see you at the Paramount. I'll see a bunch of you at the Paramount. Safe journeys. Take care of yourself. Just take some time this week. Turn it all off. Turn it all off. If news is agitating you, Turn it off. If politics is agitating you, turn it off. Use the energy for something good for yourself and someone around you. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.